Good thing he was ducking underneath and they were shooting above him. <laughs> right. You see how it goes right through the plaster and such? Oh. Yeah. Now look at that car. Now, didn't his trunk blow up beforehand? We want, well, I mean, this. I think that the gasoline was all over it and that made it explode just now. Am I right? Yeah. Well, it exploded. The, the trunk exploded first and then it, the whole car exploded, including the trunk again. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> they must have had an extra car to scrap or like blow it up. Now, of Carl, we've both the seen this movie. This, I can't understand a fucking word the negotiator is saying. <laughs> you know, she's great. I think she's great. Is she a Star Trek woman? There's a Star Trek woman. I don't a Star Trek connection. So. I didn't do I the know. research. Okay, so she only shows up for this scene. She's like Bruce Willis in the first five minutes of, this, of the movies on cable. <laughs> Incoherent mumbling, Jim Belushi. Incoherent mumbling. I think she does fine in this movie, and I think she probably does enunciate fine, but I can't understand a word. <laughs> she looks like she's smelling something bad. Like something <laughs> stinks. Right. I feel uncomfortable with Jim Belushi in the room. You ever seen Hooperman, where he was a San Francisco, John Ritter was like a San Francisco uh, PD? Yeah. No. John Hooperman, SFPD. Is that what, Jim Belushi role? No, he was like, it was two seasons. It was a single camera sitcom from like 1990. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of, it was Stephen Bosco and I don't know. You know, uh, he did Eight Simple Rules, which was huge, and he, he unfortunately passed away when he was shooting in the in part, but he was Clifford, the big red dog on PBS. Gotcha. He was the voice. Mm -hmm. You know how, like, Martin Short is, like, the voice of Dr. Seuss? Yeah, like, I remember Clifford would, uh, he'd go, what we doing? <laughs> he would, uh, like, someone would come in, there, he would be like, Woinks! Doinks or well, something. Yeah, you know, well, his the, his owner would, would come in and his human would say like, "Who stepped on the house?" <laughs> and uh, Clifford would say, "Ruh roh, ruh roh." <laughs> yeah, he was a bad dog. Bad dog. Well, you know. There's, what we could do is negotiate. So they're in an abandoned building. Look, he gives this John. I love it. Do you don't think this is like the Road 2 movies, like Bob Hope? Look, I'll see you later, old timer. pressure outside with guns a-blazing. This lady walks in, and suddenly the tension is completely broken. It, well, it is bad. So they're going to go in and uh, negotiate in the other room of an abandoned house that was boarded up that they just shot. Uh -huh. Like, what kind of neighborhood do they live in? Are, are at. Do you have an abandoned house next to you where you know you could shoot up and then fuck? <laughs> no. like, this is like a teenager's paradise. <laughs> I would go here and party. But yeah, man, you could shoot guns and fuck. But there'd be no like running water and there would be no electricity. Speaking of, did you bring any bottled water? No. Is this your sandwich? Yeah, get out of here. There's like no squ no one squatting in this house. 
that, no that, refrigeration. That. There's no uh, no refrigeration. Well, actually, they don't need heat, right? It's L.A. No, this is not L.A. They're they're going on a road trip to Washington D.C. There, I think they're in Las yeah. Vegas. They're still oh, in Las Vegas. Yes, yes, yes. Should have right known that. Does it, you guys, you smoke? Only after sex, Bob. <laughs> well, how much do you smoke? I smoke a pack a day, Bob. Ha 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 ha! It's just well, you, you, no, no. It doesn't. It doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. You would figure that in. There's a tag. There's more. <laughs> so, you should quit. I'll kill you. Now nah, it just makes me really sore. <laughs> right, right, right. Because he's yeah. fucking twenty times a day. It's just not believable. But don't you think it's funny though? Like good dialogue, and it's just kind of amusing. How how she miss 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 miss. No, because it's so braggy. I just don't like his character. You know, he's like, you know, smug, smug, swarmy. Wasn't know? there? Yeah, there's a you know the guy who wrote Clockers, I guess Richard Price or whatever. I he, he had a book. I don't even. I can't even think of the author. Is that his Spike book. Lee joint. That was yeah. I think that was one of. Uh, I think he did another director. Another so John Wick shooting with his finger, right? Right, right. It's not believable Look, that he would so, think that it was working. Well, he goes power to a guy in suburbia, albeit like a shootout, and the guy goes ah, oh, and he backs into a tree that just so happens to have a limb sticking out like that. Yeah, and without seeing it, it fatally, uh, bloodlessly goes into his back. You know, it's a cartoon, you, I guess. Mike, if you went bang to someone and they killed over and died, would you say to yourself, my goodness, I have the power. If I saw an alien uh, pen take a baseball up the sky and it happens the first time and I'm John Ritter, of course I'll be like, pow, 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 pow. John Ritter, they're all selling it. This movie is great because they sell it. Okay. It's really stupid. Well, all right, not great, but it's <laughs> dumb, but they sell it. Also, okay. this phone booth is like bulletproof in some places and not. I need the 50 cents, Bob. So he walks in there. Miss, 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 miss. Cover me, Bob. Miss, 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 miss. All right, here we go. This looks like a, a stunt man's father. You know, my son is Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I did stunts for movies in the 80s. Ah, here's your 50 cents. Oh, there's my 50 cents, Bob. Well, smugglers are right, but oh, so this novel he wrote was about a guy who, like, I think he was just wanted to be a comedian or an actor, and he's just he's in his forties and he has another job as a bartender, and he's not going to make it. And then there's another story of this guy who says, like, he gets held up, and he goes, "Not tonight." And the guy just shoots him. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's this smug kind of like cavalier, like kind of privilege, like just say something catty, you get away. It's the reality. There's someone with a gun. Yeah. I wish I could remember it. Oh, well. This is not a book podcast. I'm not accountable for bringing up books. No, no, you're not. A, it's not a book podcast, and therefore you're not expected to be an expert. I know that uh, John Ritter's father was Tex Ritter, the cowboy singer and movie star. And his mm -hmm. mom was actress Doris, uh, Doris Faye. I saw that on Reels. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so one thing I got to say is that a lot of his friends spoke up to him in this in this TV special, and Peter Devonovich, you know, the, uh, the director and television personality, and uh, kind of like you know, famous guy. I actually saw him in the Grove give a speech. I walked by, uh, uh -huh. but, but he he 
famous for the last picture show this movie and john ritter like auditioned in the 70s and he didn't give him the role but he gave him tons of roles later nickelodeon there's a movie called they all laughed which had his girlfriend dorothy stratham in there okay. she actually got killed in real life and became a movie star 80. so but peter Devon is like you know john ritter was really nice to me and really nice to dorothy and i really appreciate that and noises off the play, John Ritter falls down, Pratt falls down a staircase. And that's a Peter Ivanovich movie. And in Eight Simple Rules, Peter Ivanovich shows up uh, in a cameo on the show with okay. uh, Henry Winkler and uh, Larry Diller. Uh, Miller, Larry Miller. All good friends, you know. But Billy Bob and uh, John Ritter were friends, I guess, and uh, according to the documentary. And Bad Santa was a Billy Bob, John Ritter jam, Sling Blade was. Hearts of Fire, the TV show. <laughs> Is that your uh, sling blade? Yes, sir. I reckon. I reckon <laughs> I, I heard it done been put that way. <laughs> Why do I want this? I would rather watch this movie again than watch that. Really? I watch a lot of bad. Billy, I'm telling you, Billy Bob Thornton directed a lot of bad movies. Waking up in Reno, Daddy and, and me. Well, wasn't that like his first movie? Like yeah. the one Rokum? Well, you know, like it was a Miramax hit, and then Miramax like had his movies and withheld his movies and buried his films, and you know, uh, he's a good guy, I guess. I mean, like I like him as an actor, and I, I like you know James Mansfield's Car. He did a movie about the the car being on sideshows and and uh, county fairs exhibit, you know. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go to the safest place. I don't know where in the United States. It looks kind of like. Mom. Now, I know her face. I don't know what she's ever been in, but we know her. Well, the other woman we're going to meet in a second is Ilsa. She played Ilsa. She wolf of the Nazi movies. Oh, okay. okay. She was like the, the, the dominatrix. Look, she was on a sitcom. What was she on? Oh, I have no clue, Carl. All right. I know there's only six actors in this movie. Well, she's she was like on like... Um... Oh, she was the mom on something. Like Screech's mom or some crap. Right. Well, I do know that the background was in uh, a sitcom. Oh? Yeah, I think that was a, a different... No, I don't know. Everybody Loves Raymond? Yes, everyone loved Raymond House. That's the street. That's the, that's the parents' house. No, it's not. No, it's not. So this is weird. So he's a family man. Do you remember that? In the beginning of the movie, he has mom and yep. two kids. So this woman comes down and fucking knocks on him. Like point blank. Yeah. Doesn't say a word. Gives him, looks him over and just goes for it. And he doesn't turn her away. He doesn't say, oh, I'm a married man. I can't. I have two what, kids. What, 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 what? Are you a guy? It's titillating. It is titillating. This movie is weird. So he's kissing like he's like, yeah, all right, well, okay, fair enough. So he Any goes for guy, it. Some there girl walks up right away and starts doing it. You don't think that's like creepy? His reaction isn't like, oh, <laughs> I didn't ask for it. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? Goodness, you have married mom, you know. Look how great John Ritter is. John Ritter is so great. You and Belushi's great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, girl. Keep going. Belushi is not great. Look, he's like, Dad. He's talentless. Dad, this, I'm not believable. This line is great. He's like, 
Can you believe it? You know, just went went for it. Just hopped on a plane, went to flew to Sweden. Wait, and that's a woman in real life. Yeah, it's so a woman in John, real life. It's not actually. Yeah, so James Belushi really just grabbed a woman's tit on it's the film. It's supposed to be his, you know. Dad. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying in the real world, we just yeah, he saw. Yeah, Elsa's tit. Manhandle. Yeah, Elsa's tit. He yeah. wouldn't manhandle the uh, transgender doctor. He grabbed the tits. But Hong maybe Kong. it was called for. I love it. He just because he just fly. He decided to take a flight and fly to fly to Sweden. Here he is. <laughs> and now suddenly, this gay panic, this transphobic panic hits. Transphobic. It is. No, it is but funny. transphobic means that you're afraid that uh -huh. you're transphobic. Therefore, you have an angry reaction to things that are transphobic. Oh, all right. Well, whatever the term. It's not like uh, I mispronounced the word before. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You must be Screech's mom. Screech, today's photo day. Right, stuff like that. Yeah. I, I don't know that it was that show, but it was that level of show. Like, you know her face, right? Well, so now he's completely disgusted. It's it kind of, and he also says he's a, he's a veteran. It's coming up. There we go. Da 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 da. I don't know why I did the Confederate theme song for uh, right there, but so yeah, you know. You know, he he won't, can't even touch can't even touch her finger. Like a second ago, he was kissing her. It makes no sense. Like as it a character, totally makes sense. A second ago, he was kissing a woman, and then he discovered you were kissing a man. So he's like, "Was he kissing a man?" What? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know what? It reminds me of that unfortunate scene in Family Guy where uh, the dog uh, sleeps with a woman to only discover uh, it was Quagmire's dad, and he throws <laughs> up. <laughs> Like for a long time, mm -hmm. and it's just you know, no, it's just the meaning. It's bad, yeah. it's stupid. But this one, I mean, like he was all positive. Got to give him up. Look how bad their car is. They're on the milk crates. Did you know John Ritter was in Hollywood Square uh, dating game when no. he was a teenager? Cool. So someone could have dated like a teenage John Ritter. You think all the the contestants on dating game were teenagers? Uh, no. I think uh, I saw clips of like Farrah Fawcett, and um, I know you have too. Uh, people would go on to be famous. Well, he uh, he was in uh, he went to Hollywood High in uh, Los Angeles area, I guess in Hollywood, mm -hmm. and it's famous. And so did Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel was in this documentary. He cried when he announced oh. to John Ritter. But he grew up, you know, so there's a mural. There's a famous mural in Hollywood High School where it's like all the people who went to, like it was uh, Julie Garland as, as Dorothy, as their heads. And uh, Jimmy Kimmel was able to, when in commission, Happy Pies. This comes <laughs> in play later. Yeah. And Cola, but Happy Pies. Happy Pies. I like Cola. Like, I, if I ever had Happy a movie, I'd aesthetic. like to do something like that. Yeah, I would too. I, I think that's great. You know, and I also like just watching like, this is what the 80s uh, gas station or liquor store looked like. You know. Oh. So everything he said is in the yeah, National Enquirer. It's definitely 80s gas station, right? The National Enquirer. Yeah, well, the jokes really like that, too. They found the aliens thing. This is actually a funny scene. 
<clears throat> in which he's trying to gesture to it. I know. Oh, so I love this is my favorite scene. So look, they must have shot this in Texas. There's a Texas thing. Oh no, there's a sign. Now they're in Oklahoma. That was the border. So Hollywood High, that's what I was talking about. Uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel commissioned to get a mural of John Ritter painted on the high school after his death. Oh. And it's not just his head on the top part of the, above the windows of part of the high school. It's on the other side of the building. It's an entire mural uh -huh. of John Ritter uh, opening up the curtains, you know, like coming out of the curtains of, uh, and looking at, pointing to the heads around the corner. And it's their high, the high school is like right around the corner from the Jimmy Kimmel uh, Theater, mm -hmm. the El Capitan in Hollywood. El Capitan. El Capitan. I am the El Capitan. Your brother gave me a little tour of those studios once. That was very kind. He did when he worked in Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. Oh, that good for Adam. I was there. I was there opening night. It was great. Cool. Yeah. I saw um, Ben Stein. Okay. Win Ben Stein's money. It was fun. It was cool. I'm it's, so boring. I like this show. Okay, so now this is the this is not North by Northwest. We didn't like turn and like we're not watching the Alfred Hitchcock right now. They're no. just in a cornfield. Also, this <clears throat> is not children. The border the of Oklahoma and Texas, right? They were at the border. Right. But I, get, I think I am even more bored than <laughs> I am bored. The, the border of yeah. Oklahoma, yeah. Texas. I am even border. I thought that was a nice shot. Can't you like this movie? Why can't you like this movie, Carl? Okay. It's a cult movie, Carl. Everyone okay. loves this movie. I can like it. It's just I just don't like the character of Jim Belushi. I just never will. I love Jim R John Ritter. He is hilarious. Right. I don't know. I never got this. Jim Belushi gave him this code. And he's like, I don't it's know what this map. means. It's the map. The map where, so they have to meet these aliens. They have two choices, right? So they can either go for the big gun. Right. Which will destroy the earth, but they'll aim it at Russian, take care of those Russians. Hence the parody. Or they could do the big package. Both of both phallic terms. Uh, where they could clean up the toxic mess that was spilled into the water. And we only have five days. This this is such so specific speed. They have exactly five days to ask an alien yeah. to reverse it. Because if it's past five days, then the, the world is doomed. But and why would you ever want the big gun if we're going to be dead anyway? Get it? Well, you would you would destroy your enemy first, even though it annihilates everyone. But. The only way you could get to this alien is that someone has to look like John Ritter, like Pillbox, mm -hmm. from the first, and he has to carry a glass of water. How can I can't believe you, Bob? Yeah, he's kind of smoking like this. It's kind of like you know, <coughs> I don't know. It's like an S and M relationship. Well, he like flips it on Jim Belushi, and Jim Belushi just takes it. It's it's actually a little interesting. Well, I like the humble Jim Belushi. Well, you, have you ever smoked his weed? There's Blues Brothers. Right. There's Uncle Jack's. Okay. Uh, there's uh, Belushi's Secret Stash. This is Belushi's Farm. Mm -hmm. Again, unavailable in California and New Jersey. Unavailable in San Francisco. Well, I never had his weed. Well, let's see. 
I have a list of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, Jim Belosh. Okay, here we go. So Belushi's secret stash is a line of cannabis flowers. Uh, from Belushi's farm, sold to select dispensaries in Oregon. Oregon, okay. All right, so premium sun-grown gentries are cultivated, uh, then harvested and cured by a core seven-person team. Uh, and or seven person okay. team on performer activist Jim Belushi's 93 acre farm. Activist? Yeah, it was performer slash activist is one word. What has he it, done? Well, he was on a reality show called Building Belushi where he built a house and a, a cabin. He built a cabin house and then he was in Growing Belushi where he grows mm -hmm. marijuana. So those are two things that are activist Right, he was on a real two reality shows at least. Mm -hmm. All right, so the secret stash is Blue Diamond OG, no Black Diamond OG, Blue Dragon, Crippler, Snowman Cookies, Chocolate Hashberry, uh, Jeffrey Iverson's award-winning uh, Nilif Wafers. By the way, the parentheses. Yeah. The smoke that brought you into the business. Oh, we got to stop. I'm sorry. This is it. This is the big moment. This is what everyone loves about this movie. Now, they are traveling cross-country, as you can tell from the production. They're in Arizona, and they have to get a, a glass to hold the water, and it has to have the presidential seal, and it's under the dumpster. Right? Very Hitchhiker's yeah. Guide. Very they, David Lynch. Keep it. I don't know. No one expects it. Right. No one expects it under the dumpster in an alleyway. Oh, but here we go. Who are I those mean, clowns? Who are those clowns? There it is. Holy shit, clown attack. This is the best part of the movie. There clown is attack. a funny part later when he's going to hit a clown and he was at a party. He just had a party. He was entertaining at a party. He's talking about like, oh, you know, these are fake CIA's bad clowns. Yeah, they're fake. They're CIA. They're hiding as clowns and they've gone rogue. They're bad clowns. And then it's this new math. I don't know. This is some conspiracy shit. There was a YouTube video of this guy saying, you see the CIA, you know, they think you're they tell you you're a secret agent and then they lie, but you are, but then they lie again. It's all because of the scene. It's a it's a script. It's a fake movie. It's like we gotta create some kind of something for the next ten minutes in this alleyway. Well, let's hire some clowns. And the clowns are great. They definitely are a high point. So basically, yeah, these clowns are kind of sneaking in and Belushi uh, convinces Ritter that he's a secret agent from Russia all along and don't worry about it. Yeah. And, you know, he gets knocked the shit out by a clown and Blushy does his wacky smug shit and all the clowns are down and he wakes up and he lies to him. He says, you're not. And according to the video I saw, I said, see, they lie. It gaslights you about the gaslight. <laughs> and, you know, that type of thing. I don't know. It was, uh, there's some good videos, you know, it was fun to look at videos. There was a show called The Last 10 Minutes where these two guys watched The Last 10 Minutes. I, I didn't watch it because, you know, we we're doing the same thing, but right, it's cool. Every, you know, sometimes it's nice to go on YouTube, look at other stuff. Yeah, Last research. 10 Minutes. That's a pretty good book. Oh, so by the way, one of the uh, uh, weed that he sells, it's like Jack's Choice. You know, Dr. Jack, you know, if you want more history about the guy who cultivated this click here, but it calls like uh, 
the smells it smells like SNL. Is <laughs> <laughs> what it says on the website. That's the only research I did for Jim Belushi. I was like, what kind of, what's up with his weed? So he has bubble mint, purple lights, purple pineapple, Afghani. Uh, lemon. This is only in Oregon at, at dispensaries. Or, uh, I don't know. Outdoors. Where does he live? In Oregon? Yeah. He's got his own 93-acre uh, pot farm. He's growing lemon chiffon cake, lemon GPG, kush, grape Fruit Kush, Lemon Cito. Oh, pre ninety eight, pre ninety eight, Boba Kush. That's my favorite. It really is good. There is a difference. The post ninety eight Boba Kush is not as good. Hey guys, let's take it easy. No punching in the nuts. Punches them in the nuts. Yeah, he's a little Jason's, you know, Sudeikis. <laughs> he's smug. I didn't want to sign up for these clowns. We brought clowns into this movie, and now we're making jokes about being clowns in this movie. Oh, now he gets, he comes to. Oh, no, no, he lies down with a gun in his back. Ouch. Hit you. Ritter has, like, he sticks his gun in his pants, too. Hey, what happened, guy? And he, he says, like, you don't point him towards your junk or something. Yeah, that's right. You'll pee funny or something. Look, yeah, you're right. They're wearing a black, see, he's wearing a black shirt and he's wearing a white shirt. The bad guy, good guy. Wow. Or they're chefs, or cowboys, or lounge singers. I can't figure out these shirts they're wearing. Yeah. Do you know the comedian David Cross? Yeah. Well, he does a, a bit about how horrible Jim Belushi is. Oh, really? Yeah, you just YouTube it. You'll see. It's so funny. He Even, just reports the truth. I think it's he's never had some of uh, Jim's favorite cherry pie. <laughs> which rounds out the premium selection of cannabis. Well, I mean, he, he this was probably pre-Oregon. This was probably days. Yeah, so Captain Jack's, the smell of SNL. <laughs> Interesting shirt. It's almost Michael Jackson-y. Yeah, it's definitely like mid-80s. Yeah. Look how it's like, you know, like, you're buttoning up, like a he's got robot guts, right? And you want to access the machine in his stomach. Yeah, it's like a Westworld shirt. Yeah, open yeah. the door. What, Mister Roper? 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 Ah, I see your Jack Tripper's down. Yeah, can you fix our Tripper? Uh. <laughs> what does that mean? I hope to got in the, my laptop noise signal on the recording. So you know he was in. So he was a. Uh, you he was on Mash. There's the um, Regal Beagle. There's a Regal Beagle. Now this is great. Like I love how they the camera people look at the camera and when they walk by this woman's gonna touch him. I get yeah. a black dress. He's like, hey. Yeah. So they get two seats at this popular bar again. Like these scenes. It's not Jerry Lewis where he has to make up the scene, but these scenes like happen every inch of the way. Like every place they go is dense with wackiness, right? The clowns and alleyways and bars. But so John Ritter really is smoke. He really thinks he's a macho guy, like a real man. You're in my feet. Yeah, well, he gives him that 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 white voice there, right? 
you know, which I'm perfect at. I give this to her all the time. And they're like, yeah, I'm not going to fuck with you. Yeah, you were so great in that movie. The, oh. the, the pickpocket movie. Oh, I'm, you're mad. To I'm mad, you know! I'm mad! <laughs> God damn it! I, well, I thought if I said it out loud, I would people would get that I was mad. <laughs> Inconvenience oh, me! Get out of here! This film basically says we're a day early, so I'm going to get uh, get it on. So Blucy goes off, and he meets uh, a librarian with pencils in her bun and uh, glasses. And a, and a sex dungeon. Now, most of these movies had real, like, Budweiser signs. Not this one. We had Tim's beer. Right. Cola. Yeah. Cola. Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, well, I think that was a choice. You know, the guy just probably wore it. That's You're my, my seat. fucking seat. He th- oh, yeah, it's weird, but he gives him this look that's really like, you play poker, you would not bet on this hand. You know, look at that hand, <laughs> that face. <laughs> John Ritter's great. And this guy's too, the construction guy is pretty cool. You can see him in his eyes like, you know what? <laughs> All right, pal, we were saving your seat. We thought you guys left. So sorry. Oh, geez. You know, we're just going to walk out here and uh, just hope for the best. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, give me two shots of ver- uh, two shot of bourbon and fill it to the rim. Now. To- now. That's like Jerry Lewis and Nutty Professor or Bob Hope. Bob Hope would say that at Western. He goes, give me a glass of milk and a dirty glass. Gulp. Gulp. Ah, that's 19-year-old Mike Spiegelman right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leave the bottles. We really would do, we would shoot fish burgers, like, with, I don't know, like six drinks in it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we were really drinking there. Those are on YouTube. If you go to our YouTube channel, Fish Burgers, you'll see the public access TV show Carl and I did in 1990, early 90s. Yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. A lot of fun. Speaking of fun. The movie grinds to a halt because he's got to get laid by, with a stranger. Um, Twenty times a day, right? Right, yeah. He's got that smoking habit. So it's very believable that he just goes up to a girl, and the next thing you know, he's in a sex dungeon with her. Very believable. Well, very. that is the gag. And not only that, I saw that in Tomcats, I believe, with Horatio Sands. Like yeah, early... he's seen this whole movie in other movies. Yeah. Like, it just shows, and it's just like this big disconnect. I do know in the end credits they say Dominatrix, uh, you know, I don't know, apparel provided by the Pleasure Chest. <laughs> Not a treasure chest. But there was one in New York. Da 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 da. da. Here's the theme of a Dominatrix. Da da da. With the fake gate. Now this is crazy. Like. The next step. Look at him. Yeah, smuggle bastard. Yeah, and he's just doing Bill Murray. This is what every like COVID TV show looks like. Cut to, cut to, cut to. There's one. Uh, I'm going to say one word. There she is. Oh, yeah. So she clicks. Is that really like an SM thing? I wouldn't know. I guess not. But he also says. The next people that walk out are bad guys, or and they are, and they have guns. America must have been really crazy in 1987. This is like Grand Theft Auto. There's chaos on every block. 
hey, I have a gun or really? But he really knocks him out. So yeah. somehow his pants, I don't know, whatever. Somehow well, he strapped to this. Level is high, I guess. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was high. He was thinking about the curse of Lemonado, the pre-98 bubble curse. And uh, Joe's favorite cherry pie. Joe's choice. Joe's choice. Jack's choice, man. You got to click here to learn the history of Jack. Stupid name, Kush. Oh, this photos are like Dan Aykroyd and him dressed as the Blues Brothers for their the Blues Brothers weed. Uh-huh. It's pre-rolls. It's only available in Oregon. I, you know. Blues Brothers 2000. Wasn't that a mistake, don't you think? I saw that in the theater twice. And uh, one, I saw that in the Strand on Market Street in San Francisco when it was a, the last remains of a double feature. Mm -hmm. And people loved the James Brown scene, and then people would be yelling boring during the other stuff. But when James Brown came on, the whole place, I mean, it was great. It was amazing to see on the big screen. But it was a stupid movie, what have you. Yeah. You know, John, I love John Landis. I watch all his movies, you know, he, despite everything. I've seen them all, and uh, I went to the theater to see it at the time. And then a uh, movie house in, uh, on Polk Street in San Francisco, I think it was the Alhambra. There was a Royale in the Alhambra. And they were both played Disney movies. And back in the 80s, there was like Hollywood pictures and Touchstone pictures. And any R-rated movie that Disney released, they had a different production house right. that would, would put it. And one theater showed like Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. And the other theater would show like Pixar's The Bug's Life. And, uh, you know, so I've seen a lot of these movies. I saw Blues Brothers 2000 there. Right. But one movie was, no, I think they were going to close. And I went and I said, oh, wow, they're, they're closing and this is their last movie. It's Blues Brothers 2000. And instead they played Boogie Nights. Oh. That that's their cool. last movie. Okay. A film about, you know, San Francisco filmmaking, albeit down in the valley. But, you know, it's a filmmaking movie. And it was much, Wait, you know, it was a great uh, movie at Boogie the time. Boogie Nights takes place in San Francisco area? No, no, it's in Southern oh. California, like in the valley. Yeah. But it, you know, it's uh, it's a film about filmmaking that just came out at the time, and this here you have this classic theater, and they became gyms. Or I think the other one, they still have the marquee kind of, you know, skeleton, but mm -hmm. there are other things. I think so. Uh, yeah. So I saw Blues Brothers twice in the theater. And there was some good stuff in it, and there was some really dumb stuff in it. And Jim Belushi was not in it, Carl. Yeah, that, that was a big controversy. It was it was Sean Goodman, <clears throat> right? And, you know, even though, like, he had stake in the House of Blues and he's a Chicago guy, and uh, according to Jim, he had a house blues band in the garage. You know, his buddies would come over, like, those Viagra commercials and uh, play play <laughs> blues in their garage. And uh, his hot wife would be like, Jim. Uh, so, yeah, Billy Crystal was supposed to be of Three's Company. He got it. The show ends in 84. There's three's a company, uh, three's a crowd flops. So he starts Adam Productions in '85, and then he plays a, a straight in a Agent R and TV movie called The Natural Causes, which helped the cause. And he did Hooperman, and then also Hooperman was '87, so he did this around this time, where he probably did it beforehand. The film came out in '87. But Skin Deep, do you remember that with Blake Edwards, where Sorry. he had. He had like glow in the dark condoms, and there was a whole routine in the dark. These different condoms would walk by. 
Well, Carl and I bonded because you worked at the Claremont Movie Theater in Montclair. Right. Yes. Uh, around 91 when Problem Child 2 came out. Right, right, right. Uh, that's right. That was one of the first movies I ever started okay. there. And uh, we did on the Fish Burgers, we did a, that break-in. Yeah, we <laughs> broke into the movie theater to watch the film. The we, I, Garden Cop. That was... I think I drank a lot back then in the theater. <laughs> Problem Child 2. Was... Remember you broke in and then we got chased out of there like the, the, the theater was empty? Right. They're like, why you? Uh... Hey, you kids. Hola. Yeah, they, uh, all right, so he's cocky, and he's like, come on, Jim, I got what you like. I got some happy pies. See, and I'm wondering where they are right now. Like, I call that number. Hmm. So this movie, he can't leave alone. They can't have a normal car. He has to leave a note on the, uh, you know, the rug. I don't know, the car. Yeah, upholstered. He's like, I found love. I'm, I'm eating quiche, because real men don't eat quiche. I'm a quiche eater. <laughs> DC again. Yeah, Friday, right. It was Friday because, as you know, this natural disaster is on the clock. It has a schedule. A lot of bullets uh, in that Impala. <laughs> I'm a pal. I did. Hey, I wrote an anagram. You know, an anagram of Impala is "I'm a pal." Uh huh. Yeah. That's $5 for that. that now was, he looks like Michael Landon from I was a Teenage Werewolf in that red jacket. Right, right, right. Or maybe Michael Jackson. This is the scene. It's so funny. Oh, you were the uh, clown walks in the woods, but right. it's just an uh, arid clown. And then he goes, you idiot, you're going to get yourself killed going around dressed like that. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. And then he sticks it in the front of his pants. All right. It's going to turn into a werewolf. We're almost done. I know this from the other show. He looks like uh, Michael J. Fox going to be a werewolf. Oh, right. He's a teen, uh, teen father. Wolf. Teen wolf. What? Bang! Pow, pow. He didn't pull his finger. So they're really close, right? Like, this is where the woods and, and Washington, D.C., uh, uh, yeah, where are long. they? Right, right. The Potomac Woods, where are they exactly? The cheapest location to shoot this movie. We're in D.C. Woods. We're Wonder Woman and the Cheetah fought right there. <laughs> oh, all right. If Wonder Woman and the Cheetah fought there, then that must be D.C. Predator. Yeah, right. The Predator was right there in the waiting pool. Oh, yeah, I remember that. What did you do? All right, so now they're kind of reversed, but they're confronting each other and consoling. But he he kind of fell in love with the dominatrix, which I think is sweet. <clears throat> He's an interesting guy. This movie is uh, I might. Not, uh this movie's not dumb. There's no yeah. suspension of disbelief. There's nothing no. threadbare about this movie. It's okay. Look, it's he just not stumbled into a dominatrix, and now his character is 100 percent changed. I'm in love. Do you think he'll jeopardize giving a glass of presidential water to an alien in the park? Uh, yeah, so there's no, there's no right answer to this movie. It's all, <laughs> but if you believe it, it's great. And the mm -hmm. the conversations are great. They're 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 Bob Hope and Bing Crosby. 
Oh my God. They're Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. Now, look, I like uh, John Ritter. I do. But the thing is, the whole movie's all fucked up with this Jim uh, Belushi character. It just, you know. Don't you like any Jim Belushi movie? Did you like him in Twin Peaks, The Return on Showtime, where he played like a goofy gangster? I don't, I didn't see it. Anything I've ever seen Jim Belushi in, I've never liked it. What about that virtual? He did like a a Wild Town. Like when Twin Peaks was big in the 90s, there was Wild Palm, which was like a big hoop to do, like parody of uh, Hollywood. All right, I'll look it up. Wild Palm. Which James or Jim Belushi? And Salvador is good. What? James. uh, 18, I would say 1989, maybe. Or 91. Okay. I'm just taking a shot, but it was like an ABC miniseries, and it was good. Or maybe it wasn't ABC. Maybe it was trying to compete against Twin Peaks. He shoots the pieces of the tree that knocks him down. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Lone Ranger fucking Rambo shit. Don't worry about it, Bob. Don't stick this hot pistol in my ass, Bob. All right, things are done. Oh, so they're going to have to get the water. Look at that. It's just a fake tree in the middle of the woods. Yeah, it doesn't make, like, why is that the special water? Well, I think my patience was lost by this point. Like, really? They had this fake tree here all along, so they didn't need the map. They just had to go where the fake tree was. When you get there, there's a fake tree. It's Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. The bad guy, who's really the good guy, who's... From the opening under- scene. There's only 12 people in this. You can only shuffle the card so many times. He must be the guy from that scene in the beginning, with the CIA seal behind him. He is Kennard. Milford Kennard, what was it? Yeah, Milford Kennard. I remember his placard. His Kennard's placard. Kennard. It was a Kennard placard. So the secret, like, uh, don't move or I'll shoot Belushi, I don't believe you. And he shoots, and, you know, he does hit him, but he just grazes the bullet, just grazes the suit, as you can see. Also, this is where they're talking, and they cut back 180, and you can see, like, he's talking to Ritter. Uh, but when they cut back, it's going to be, you can see the suit. He shoots again. I just graze your arm. I, I, well, I'm going to have to wait for the scene, but where they have, like, the back head of Ritter, they have to include Jim Belushi because he's on the other side. Okay. So you see his suit. Oh, so this is Belushi's buddy. He's like, I'm going to help you, Belushi. And now he's like, his dying breath, he's going to shoot the guy just when John Ritter smugly thinks. This is like Ryan Reynolds shit. It's not believable that he would think that his finger shot him. Or it kept happening like that. Well, if you suspend disbelief, Carl, and yeah, imagine this as a right. fantasy. No, a... look, we're already in the middle of suspending disbelief, and I'm saying that to you. That <laughs> now means... look at this. This is yeah. straight out of Twin Peaks. Not believable. This is straight out of Twin Peaks. This, the light illuminates in the woods. Is this how, like, when you play Frisbee in your house, you lose your Frisbee, you're like, where is it, God? And... Probably threw it over here. This is the iPhone, like, find it button. (laughs) Wow, you're white like me. Yes, we are like. We are white like you. I see you brought the water. And I see it's you, Pillbox. 
I'm freaked out. Yeah, I'm Pillbox. I have a glass of water for you. He Carl, still you never to... told him that he had a lookalike, remember? Right. Oh, wait, you, what do you want, the big gun or the big package? He goes, I want the big package. He goes, good for you. Good choice. Now, I'm... Destroy oh. your... I hate to be rude or subtle, but, oh, man, boy, am I parched. Oh, boy, I had a glass of water. Oh, you wanted a glass of water? Yeah. Well, I came down here. That was great. Thanks for the cup. You could have it. I don't know. I don't see the argument about this cup. Oh, here's your friend's pen. or Yeah. New yeah. We said it's a gift to you, and here's Jim Belushi's pen. Oh, he got the, we got that baseball you sent, and we suddenly learned the sport of baseball. Thank you, John Ritter. Yeah. What does that have to do with this movie we just saw? Oh, here, remember that big deal you made about the glass? Hold on to it, yeah. which makes sense to me. It's just presentation. You know, it was just a won't show. Get any publicity from the presidential steal like he promised. But he did. He drank from it. He reckoned, you know, the seal's there. And you know, sometimes you just have to serve the client and just hope for a good word of mouth. Yeah, so I guess that's the end of the movie, Bab. No, but we have to, yeah, here we go. Have you seen Stay Tuned with John Ritter? Where he gets yeah. sucked into his TV set? I don't remember it. Yes, I saw it. And this oh, real gets sucked into? Yeah, Pam Dauber from Work and Mindy. Most notably, my sister Sam. Here we go. Suddenly, I'm rich like at the end of Back to the Future. It isn't that he's a spy and he's been well, he's, for his. But the house is clean. They don't have plastic ducks anymore. They're real ducks that never <laughs> leave the trestle. The ducks never get out of that trestle. That moat. Let's go get my bike back, Dad. Yeah, no, this is great. Now that you're a fucking man. Well, you know, Oak likes the small bike. It's a great line. This yeah. is a lot of great. I wrote a list of great lines. I mean, there's a lot of fucking milk in this house. Right. Hey, it's the fucking milkman. He's fucking won't leave you alone. Yeah, but that's, worry, that's fucking shit like, up. She quickly thought of a lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I guess that makes the movie more interesting. I thought she was being sincere. She's like, he can't. He keeps bothering me. A lot of fucking milk, sweetheart. Oh, uh, that? Oh, yes, I can't seem to get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. He he, he, he harasses me. Uh, oh, no, she's saying this and... guy's a fucking prick. <laughs> yeah. I think she had her own story that the whole movie ignored. She doesn't have a first name in this movie. Oh, that's terrible. You'll see Look in the credits. Look at hair, like she's got yeah. redhead. Well, she must have been the mom of Screech's neighbor on that show. <laughs> you know, the other one. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. He'll be walking by. All right. Now I'm going to bring my kids here. Do, 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 do. Like Joe and the volcano versus We've been waiting the for burbs. you this whole time. Yeah. We haven't left the garage until you came back. We stopped posing. Notice there's no, like, cell phones in this entire movie. Here's Oak. Hey, you want me to hit you in the head near my shoulder again? Remember that with an elbow? <laughs> hey, what are you doing here? Oh, look at that. He learned it from the CIA aliens for the last 10 minutes. Hey, okay, relax. Hey, hey. I'm scared of you, huh? Remember this? 
Take a nap. Yeah, remember this? Oh. Why is she dressed like thing one? <laughs> She's going to a rave after this. Yeah. Wearing Charlie He's... Brown's shirt. She doesn't have pants on. Now, this is the worst thing. He just pops out from the screen like right. funny. And, and they, they, they uh... expect him, totally expect him. Right, no one, and they didn't hear him. Like, you can't do that in real life. People notice me when I walk behind them. Okay, so I want you to know there's Audible Superfan channel on YouTube, and they have a great video called David Cross Tells the Story About Why He Hates Jim Belushi. Uh-oh. Bye. Why wouldn't Bye. he climb up into the chopper? It looks better this way. That man probably didn't want to. Uh-huh. Okay. But don't you think it's cute? It's for a visual. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 word, but... he meets the girl in the middle and he falls in love. Yeah, they're a good fit. Why a chopper? I don't understand that or why he would dangle from it. Right, right. And then suddenly yeah. here comes the milkman. Brings orange juice. Uh, I hope you enjoyed my audition, Mr. Tripper. Uh, it's actually, it's not true. It's John Ritter. And that concludes the okay. end of The <laughs> Real Man. Mike, search for David Cross tells the story about why he hates you. Wait, wait, look, see, Mom, Barbara Berry. Right. Canard, Miller Canard, of course. Dolly, Shirley. Bob Jr., Heather, Russian agent. Uh, Mahoney. See, that is Diane Thorne. That's Elsa. Stiletto Man. Oh, Travis McKenna. Uh, Milkman. Whoa. I'm Billy Long, Mr. Ritter. And I hope you enjoyed my pratfall. I do many. I do. I show my face at the camera, or maybe I go upside down. Yeah, okay, great, great. Stunt players. Da, da, da. Yeah, Dick got his zinker. Eddie, I don't know. Well, yeah, this music plays. I love the music. Miles Goodman. Oh, what'd you think of this movie? I thought it was terrible. I love John Ritter, but I thought it was terrible. And I think we need to go, we need to go on YouTube and find David Cross tells the story. Can we just give it up? Just give the fucking Jim Belushi a break. Why does he deserve a break? You got to well, give the story. Well, I well I don't know the story, and I I don't know how he acts on on the set of According to Jim. <laughs> But in the 80s, he was, like, up there. You know, okay. he did a couple of movies. He did a really bad movie with Whoopi Goldberg. He did a really, you know, he's a trading places. We wouldn't know his name if his brother hadn't died. You don't think as a Chicago player, would he wouldn't uh, get some screen time? Nope. We would not know his name if his brother hadn't died and he was on Saturday Night Live. He got He was on Saturday Night Live, Jim Belushi. You don't think he, he got it because of nepotism? What he got it when his brother died. That's when he, he came on and they he was doing a tribute to him and everything. Don't you remember? That's but he how was a he cast member in the 80s. Look at this. Dominatrix paraphernalia, pleasure chest, physical training, body by Jake. Uh-huh. My brother Jake. It's body that guy from Jake. Jake. He was in a lot of John Landis movies. Cool. Body by Jake. Remember that? Body by Jake? Yep. He's in, he did the the he helped everyone in this movie Dick Zicker all the stunt guy players. Wow, I am just uh, <laughs> I'm spent head. Man, man, here we go. That was a good movie. 
I don't know. I know a lot of people swear by this movie, but I feel like at the end of the day, it's not on any streaming services. It's just this RVVG uh, channel. channel. That's it. They're, God bless. Who also has a boneyard? Because, you know, uh, you can't really find it, but it used to play all the time. And I know a lot of people, it's one of those films that people grew up on and watched it. And I didn't have cable, so I was always like, I don't know if I want to see it. Mm. You know? And that's what, so, but I don't know, it was good. And if you enjoyed the show and you haven't uh, subscribed to our, our podcast, please do. L W A F L M O Y T. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where Carl meticulously thinks the podcast to the movies uh, and then uses footage from a failed show from 10 years ago for me. And then, uh, and we're also on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. And we always, and we're also on Twitter. If you want to be our 37th follower, please do. Uh, we put up the, the, the graphics. Carl also does the graphics. And we also want to thank Microsoft Paint for the ability for Carl to do this. Yeah. Uh, on all our social medias that we have mentioned. So please stay tuned. Donate to Mutiny Radio. Keep, keep, subscribing to us we love the numbers and we love our numbers to go higher so that's it that's all i gotta say i just well thank you guys so much uh on behalf of carl and myself we'll see you next week uh laters l w a f l m o y t l w a f l m o y t Okay, all right, pass. Okay, one more time. No, no, one more time. We gotta go back to the first one. Oh god, okay. You don't know what O's all about. All right, let's do the first one. Right? L W A F L M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. L W A L F L M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. Scaring me the whole time. I'm like, geez, I want to kiss you on the face. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like you were into it oh, for so a while. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, well, I love feeling feelings and Bible delving and feeling mm. one with the universe or something. I don't mm -hmm, know. Mm -hmm. Feeling is good. But mm -hmm. it's mostly because I just, I've always been an outsider and I. Good evening, and welcome to the Gates of Delirium. Two hours of the finest prog rock ever conceived, performed, and endowed upon humanity. I am your host, Perkins Warbeck the 23rd, last in the line of the Plantagenet dynasty, which I vow shall return one day and retake the throne of England. In the meantime, I am committed to bringing the world the very best of progressive rock and roll. From its heyday, 1969 to 1976, and then smatterings 
of the genre, which persist in various forms to this day. It's still alive as long as creative folk want to play rock and roll and want to expand beyond the strictures of the genre to all other forms of musical expression, all fused into one beautiful package. Here in the Gates of Delirium, we are on mutinyradio.fm right now. It's April 20th. 2022. Happy 420, everybody. It was a big gathering in the park today, celebrating the ceremonial herb. I wish I was there, but I was preparing for this. Today's show, 30th installment of Gates of Delirium. We're going to emphasize, we're going to concentrate on two bands one is Steve Hillage, his first album after he left the band Gong. This is from 1975. That would be Fish Rising. And we're also going to hear Popol Vu, entire album by them. You are listening to The Gates of Delirium. This is the glorious Ohm riff. I have Steve Hillage. 